Hello and welcome to the Mission City Podcast. Whether it's in the workplace or with family or friends, at some point we all run into conflict with others. We tend to handle these situations on our own, but did you know that the Bible gives us direction on how to go about conflict resolution? Today, our campus pastors Dave Cash and Chuck Foster discuss what biblical conflict resolution looks like and how we can better handle when we find ourselves in those situations. This is a great reminder to all of us, so let's go ahead and get into it. Here are Dave and Chuck. Hey, good morning, Dave. What's happening? Chuck, how you doing, buddy? Man, I am doing really well. I love this time of year. It's a good time of year with cool weather, but I think what you're talking about, though... I'm talking about Sports. my Clemson Tigers being 5-0. and oh, That's well, what I'm Clemson, happy. They look good against North Carolina State. They did. They did. That was a good game. I, I, I did watch that game. You did? Um, I did. I like I like Clemson's coach. You like Dabo? I like Dabo a lot because I love when he talks about his faith in Christ. Yeah. I love Man, he is. this time of the I love, you know, he, I, I root for I root for him. Um, I just never told you that. Um, yeah. Well, I think okay. everybody that's a believer has a little Clemson in them just because should absolutely you, you, you got to love the way the coach talks about his relationship with Christ and the way that he treats he his players. Has he has joy. Like he's having so much fun. He has joy out there. I love that. And then you can see coaches that aren't quite having so much fun because we know the axe has fallen on many a college coach already this year. Many more will Saw probably Paul be. Chris got fired at Wisconsin with yeah. Scott Frost at Nebraska. Who else? There's a couple yeah, others. I mean, been, Carl uh, Durrell at Colorado got yeah, fired. It's been a, <laughs> you know, and I've, I've, I, you know, I always feel for those guys. I do. I always, you know, feel you were a coach, so you can probably really sympathize with that. But I think part of what uh, I'm seeing from what boosters or alum or athletic directors are saying, even players are coming out and saying, you know, there was not really a clear vision. Uh, for our offense or for our defense or for our overall team. Yeah. They they weren't really playing together because the, the vision from the top wasn't great, and it caused a lot of conflict within that school. Yeah, you got to have good vision. you got to be clear in what your expectations are as an organization. I'm thankful that as an organization here at Mission City, and I hate to use the church as an organization, but what it, it is, sure. it has to function well, and we have clear mission, vision, values. I think that's communicated every day uh, to what our, our the, the, the yeah. goal and the, the vision is, you know, to engage people where they are with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And leading them into lives of transformation. Thank you. Thanks for finishing up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, and so... One of the topics that people have asked us about is is conflict resolution from a biblical standpoint, how to handle that. And I think part of that is you have to have a clear mission and vision so that people in the church understand where we're going. And as our lead pastor and our elders, our executive pastor, and then it trickles down to us on the campus level and how we communicate that. I think that helps avoid a lot of conflicts because people do have an understanding of where we're going and what we're doing as a church and our desire to see people not only saved, uh, but to also see them get into a biblical community like a life group, discipleship, grow in their faith, and, and, and so forth. That is communicated very well from our lead pastor down into the rest of our staff, and everybody is sort of marching to the beat of the same drum here at Mission City. Yeah, you have to have set expectations. Without set expectations, 
people are not going to follow. They're, they're going to be wandering around lost right. in, in, in an organization. And so, or they're going to come up with their own set of expectations. Right. And where is that in Proverbs that says where there is no uh, vision, the people perish? Yeah, absolutely. 29, 18, 29, I think. Yeah, 29, 15 or 18 or something yeah. like that says that, that where there is no vision, the people perish. And, and that does lead to a lot of um, conflict because people don't know where they're going. So it's great that we do uh, communicate that vision well here at Mission City. But as we go even further in talking just from the church as a whole, avoiding conflict, we need to look and talk today about how we deal with that uh, on a level of one-on-one. Handling conflict is, is what you're saying, it, and it, I agree, is a heart issue. It is. Both Often leading times. people through conflict or... Uh, if, as I'm working through my own conflicts, it's, it is a heart issue. And, and I love what it talks about in Matthew uh, 18, 15, where it talks about how we handle conflict. We have to have a heart to go to people, not because we want conflict, but because we want to restore people. There needs to be right. resol- not just resolution, but restoration of relationship. And Matthew 18, 15 says, you know, if a brother or sister sins against you or sins is sinning in the church or uh, causing some disunity in the right. church or whatever it may be, that's creating conflict. We're to go to them. That's our responsibility. Not out just, of love. Out that's, of the and that's not just love, the yeah. pastor's responsibility. No, no, it's all. That's a Christian. Yeah. That's somebody who, who is saved and with another Christian to, right. they got to go to them and and speak to them and if there's still no resolution or restitution then they should take a brother to go with them and bring it before them and try to to restore them and then if that doesn't work you know then it's brought before the church and if there's still no resolution or restitution it's 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 got to be it's got to be handled a, a sometimes a pretty harshly harsh way but all of that is about finding a way to restore the relationship in right standing. So if the end goal of, of um, handling conflict isn't about restoring someone in their walk, then you don't need to even need to wade. No, in. You need to wait for your heart to change. Yeah. You don't even need to wade into the, the con- you know, there's some people who are just looking for a fight. Yeah. And when you're yeah. looking for a fight, that's not the time to be in any sort of conflict resolution. Right. And it, and it really needs to be something that um, is very evident that could be damaging to them, to their family, and to the church. Uh, you know, you get into when Jesus talked about the plank and the speck and the eye and all those mm-hmm. kinds of things. And, and again, it, it's not because we're looking for something. It is out of the love we want to go to a, mm-hmm. to, to a brother or sister in Christ and just say, hey, you know, this is what I'm seeing. I'm coming to you because I love you and I, I need to, to, to see about getting this restoration. But there also needs to, you need to make sure you have, you know, are building relationships with people. But if you're, like you said, if you're constantly just on the lookout, your, your heart's not right. Our desire is to bring them back. But again, you do have to address it. It's I kind of like using the analogy of, you know, when you're seeing a fire in the corner and you go, well, I'm going to pretend like that fire's not existing. And then 
two hours later, you're looking around going, I can't believe the whole thing burned down. Yeah. How did it burn down? Well, you let the fire, it's the same thing. And we've seen that through churches that take a step toward liberalism and nobody said anything. And then they become more and more yes. liberal and pretty soon they're closing their doors or they're so far off that they're not even using God's word anymore to stand on. And we've seen that with denominations and churches and mm-hmm. so forth. That's why it's so important to, to bring somebody back in because this is the bride of Christ we're talking about. And we are to protect her and and which is the church were to protect her and the church isn't the building the church are the, are the people inside and, and people are hard and and people sometimes <laughs> can can be be difficult yes. especially when they put their preferences over what God's word says well this is how i feel well you know Jeremiah tells us the heart is deceitful above, above all, things. all things. You know, and so it's not so much. And, and here's the thing, too, is it's not about being right. It's about being biblically true. I'm mm-hmm. not just trying to go to somebody and, and have conflict so I can be right. My desire is to go to them, uh, with, like you said, with the purpose of bringing them back in into restoration. I love the fact that there's an order to it. Right. You know, it's like so many people want to jump the gun on on the going to someone, they want to talk about it first. They want to get it, you know, they, they pass it off a lot of times as like, I'm seeking advice. I'm telling this story. Well, this is what so-and-so and so-and-so did to me. And so they're gossiping about it and they will, right. I'm not gossiping. I'm right. just, I'm seeking advice right. on this. Eh, uh, I think, yeah. are I think, you really, are you really <laughs> like, that's where the heart's very important because yeah. are you looking people to affirm you? Or are you looking at people to hold you accountable? Right. And so I think it's so important that we we not let that conflict get out before we've had a chance to address it right. with the person. So if you're handling conflict, if you've got a conflict with someone, you know, this is not a time to go get people on your side. Right. It's for you to go to the person and then if there's still no resolution, you that's when the bring that's an order. Bring the bring one other. Doesn't say go get a, a mob <laughs> that's, right, right. that's got your back. Yeah, go get another person who who has probably has a relationship with both of you. Yeah, and and so we can bring the other person along because the end goal is always always uh, restitution. Yeah, I remember the first church I pastored. I, I'm using restitution. I mean resolution. Yeah. between the two. I uh, the very first church I pastored. Um, I had some very godly, wise deacons that had been believers for a long time, had been in that church for a long time, uh, usually open to the leading of the Holy Spirit and so forth, usually. And uh, I remember one of the deacons approached me. He was a senior adult. Um, at the time, I believe he was mid-70s or so. And uh, one of our other deacons, probably mid-50s, late, late 50s, he came to me and he was like, I need to talk to you uh, about this. I saw his truck in front of Miss such and such's house, and she's a widow. And he was there in the middle of the day. I saw his truck there for a long time. I was going to Dairy Queen, and I drove by a couple different times. And I'm just, I'm just sick by this. We're gonna have to talk to him. And I said, okay, uh, let's pray about it. And then we did. We we asked him to meet with us before church. Turned out. He was secretly taking piano lessons from her, and his <laughs> wife was with him. All right, so she was with him. Um, she had taken off that week so he could take these piano lessons because he wanted to surprise people in the church that he had learned to play the piano or whatever. And so at first he was like, "Well, I'm offended. You didn't. You you went to the. You know that you thought this." And I I said, "Hey, hold on a minute." He came to me with tears in his eyes, 
he didn't want to have this conversation with you. He very appropriately came to me and said, what do we do about this? He didn't talk to anybody else or go to your wife or even Could tell his wife. Could you imagine the destruction that you know? would happen if, they, if he'd have just yeah, taken, he it, just taken told, it before a bunch yeah. of people? And just said, you're not going to believe what I saw his truck. And it turns out his wife knew it and everything. They were good friends. You know, it's so it's sort of he had yeah. that, that heart set to say, hey, I want to, which – you know, as we talk about this, if you are in the church, make sure if you're seeking, make sure it is true biblical, te- you know, people that you're seeking that counsel from. Yeah. You know, you're having trouble in your marriage. You don't need to go to your lost buddies, guys, and go, you know, hey, what this is what do? she's doing. And, and then they affirm you by saying, well, you do better than that. No, you need to have men that hold you accountable and say, really, when's the last time you prayed with her? When's the last time you read your Bible with her? Are you sure it's her? You know, true men that hold you accountable, not just people, like you said, to what affirm it, you. What does it say in Proverbs? A gentle answer turns away wrath. Right. You know, if, you, if you're, how you speak about something right. can, can affect the whole thing. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're using harsh, uh, you know, accusatory language sure. or harsh uh, actions towards the the you know the action you're, yeah. you're well you could create this whole mess, right? Especially if you're impulsive, right? You know, oh, I saw this, and immediately you're ready to attack. I think, which I've had, especially a lot of guys will come to me and they're angry right away, and I'm like. You know, do you even know? It'd be like if that deacon had approached me out of anger. We need to kick him out right now. He needs to be out of here. No, he was very much, let's talk to him, and we prayed about it and so forth. And so when we approached, it was, it, we had the right heart for it. And so be very careful. You know, if you, if you see something, be prayerful. Make sure who you talk to is somebody that's trusted not to gossip, not to do what you said. And, and you guys pray about that before you approach that individual. And then you have the desire by reading Matthew 18 and going, mm. okay, what is the course of action? There mm. is actually a biblical course of action to handing, handling conflict, and we need to do that every single time. And I think it goes back to so many times when we talk on this podcast, everything, almost everything that we've talked about on this podcast if you're not in God's word, if you're not spending time in prayer, if you're not in corporate worship, if you're not in community, it's hard yeah. to handle conflict. It's hard to deal with any of the myriad of issues that we talk about. So I think there's a common theme right. that I think that we constantly bring up, Dave. Yeah. Are you spending time in God's word? Are you spending time in prayer? Are you are you in With community? God's people, yeah. With, are you in community? Are you being discipled? Right. Because I don't even think I would want to to try to handle conflict biblically without being in the Bible. Yeah, I can. I can. Being in God's words, I can time truly him. tell. If I'm growing in my faith by how I handle somebody coming to me with a critique. Yeah. If I'm like grateful and, and well, let me look at that and I can step out of myself and ask the Holy Spirit to guide me. Mm. If I immediately try to defend myself, that's a hard issue that I need to reconcile. It's probably first. because we're not. Spending. It's probably because I haven't spent, I may have been spending time, but not quality time and not time in prayer. But, you know, we could talk about this for, for, for a long time. And maybe for we days. need to circle back and, 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 and bring this topic up. But this has been a great way to talk about 
uh, church conflict and, and resolving those things. I've enjoyed today, I'm, you know, walking through some conflicts right now, and I'm sure yeah. you're, you are yeah. as well. And so this has been a, a good word for me, a good thought for me yeah. to, as I enter into some of those handling conflicts um, in the coming and days. We do. And we do. You know, we ask people out there, covet, we covet your prayers. Please. Um, as leadership in the church right. that we always handle things in the way that God would want us to handle those things. So we would always appreciate your prayers and thank you guys for, for watching again. We love y'all and Chuck, always great spending time with you, my friend. As well. We look forward to seeing you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Mission City Podcast. If you enjoyed this session, then we encourage you to rate and review this podcast on whichever platform you are listening. It really helps us reach more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So thank you again, and we look forward to seeing you next week.